Being with Casey Celine, uh, AOK is the, I would consider this a short film, correct? Uh, it's a TV pilot. TV pilot, short film, TV pilot, but it, it has that has the, the makings of uh, kind of a standalone film because it does have a beginning, middle, and end. But I guess, yeah, it has room, also has room for a continuing uh, storyline, I guess, right? Yeah, definitely. So this is about asexuality, which something that I like. I've been doing. We were doing this festival for a while. Maybe this. Maybe we've shown one or two films out of thousands about asexuality. Yeah. So obviously, uh, something that hasn't been spoken about in the in the kind of the film community as as much. So, do you, you are you consciously aware of that? Oh, very. Yeah, yeah. Part of why I wrote it was because I like the few like mm-hmm. moments of asexual representation I've seen in popular media is like they might just mention it and then like move on really fast. And so I kind of wanted to do something that like actually stayed in like the that perspective to like really kind of explore it. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that I don't even think that people even believe, I guess. I know. Yeah. I've gotten some comments about how like, oh, that's evolutionarily like impossible to be asexual. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's an interesting take, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it is something that people don't really fully believe a lot of the time. Well, because I guess it's our it's our animal instincts to procreate, right? right? So it's our so yeah, I, I kind of yeah. get it in a sense. Or but uh, the, the, also too, it's like without sounding crude or whatever, is that people who who like sex they figured like it's the greatest thing on earth. Why would anybody not like it, right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, all kinds of perspectives out there. Yeah, you can see the same thing about donuts, right? There's people who probably don't like donuts, right? So right, yeah, yeah. One of the I recently came across this uh, Twitter post that was like um, describing asexuality as like um, eating, like having chocolate cake sit in front of you. Yeah. Some people don't like it. Some people are like, "Oh no, I'm good. Like I like chocolate cake, but right now I'm fine. Like I don't want it." And yeah, so there, there's all kinds of analogies out there for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's moderation. You can't eat chocolate cake all the time, but then there's like, right. you just don't like it at all. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about like, uh, what was the, like you said, you're consciously aware of it. It's like, I don't want to get too personal with you, but is there a personal element to the story? Yeah, this was definitely like my first foray into something like semi-autobiographical, um, yeah, where it's like, for me, like, uh, I would describe myself as asexual, like, with like, a butt <laughs> at the end of it, like, asexual, but there is like, you know, still room in, like, myself for like, yearning and like, wanting relationships and stuff like that, which is stuff that I'm really honestly still like, figuring out for myself. So, uh, I mean, AOK kind of became like, a device for me to uh, work out some of my own stuff. Um, so, what would you? Well, how would you categorize this from a genre standpoint? Is it a true comedy? I'd say, yeah, it's a comedy. I'd say predominantly. I think you could, you know, it has, you know, some elements that, you know, verge on dramedy. I would say, but um, I think predominantly, it's a comedy. And that's sort of your wheelhouse. You you write for comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's always my go-to. I really just want to laugh about all of the dumb situations that we find ourselves in a lot of the time. Yeah, and it, but at the same time, you, there, it's very thematically driven. There's like, it's like a kind of an art now 
like these type of like kind of like kind of like filmic shows right filmic comedy shows uh-huh. that are half hour but they're they're funny but at the same time there there's a there's a deep theme to it yeah for sure yeah I love that kind of stuff so that's what I I lean towards was, was there something that that uh, inspires you like a show like that that you like that, that we're talking that kind of wheelhouse oh I mean there are so many um I think the first one that comes to mind now is Ted Lasso you know okay. Of course, it's a comedy, but it has like all of these kind of deep moments of like, like uh, just big character change and really just like kind of driving all of these characters toward, you know, being, you know, more open, more progressive, like more connected to each other yeah. kind of thing. Or like the traditional sitcom, the, the character doesn't change at all, right? Like Archie Bunker right. never changed or... You know, Sam Malone never changed. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm talking my age right now, <laughs> but basically, like the, the Friends cast really never changed. Uh, uh-huh. But basically, with Ted Lasso, there's a there's an arc, right? All the characters yeah. have a journey and an arc. Like every, if you look at all the five main characters, they all have a, they're all completely different at the end of the series than they were at the beginning. Yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah. So it's a new, yeah, it's a new way. But at the same time, comedy. They're there to to make us laugh first, and then they can be profound afterwards. I guess. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. Well, it's a great title. It's a it's a fantastic title. It's a really well written written script. Do you, oh, do you just have the pilot down, or do you like are are do you have you written more episodes? Uh, right now, I just have the pilot. I wrote it for. Um, I was taking this uh, UCLA's professional program. I did their online like TV comedy writing class, and so this was like. I worked on this for one quarter of the class and then we moved on to writing like a whole different pilot. Um, so, uh, so I haven't picked this one back up other than to, you know, uh, submit it around a bit. And how's the submitting around uh, uh, game going for you? Oh, you know, it's, it's a marathon. I think it's, uh, this is, this is one where I was really, kind of expecting it to like pick or like get picked up right away and like to get like a lot of praise and it I guess it hasn't yeah. as much as I thought it would and so now I'm kind of like oh wait maybe I should be you know now that I've taken like some space from it I need to get back into it and you know do some more editing um but yeah, in the past, um, like the first script I ever wrote, I submitted around and it like immediately, you know, did really well. And so I think I kind of got a little cocky, maybe. <laughs> well, you got you have to also admit it's the subject matter too, right? Where yeah, for sure. You're, you're doing a trend setting type of script. Like I told you from my experience, we don't see these type of stories. Uh, the, mm-hmm. this this type of this type of character I guess right and in, in any mm-hmm. anything you see any any mainstream example of an asexual um, not for more than like a moment at a time I guess like there's Bojack Horseman had um was the character's name Todd I want to say he was asexual and they like had you know a little bit about that and then in Sex Education which is a show I love yeah uh, they had two different asexual characters but every time it was just kind of like a oh and I think I might be asexual and then they never touch it ever again yeah and uh 
So there have been, you know, like a couple examples, but no, nothing. No, but that's yeah. not real. That's like a, that's like a blip, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you don't know how to, people don't know how to deal with it, with this character. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I need to, this one is this script sending it around is going to take a little bit more perseverance than I expected. But, but it also shows you, yeah. it shows your talent too. It's like a spec that kind of shows like who you are as a writer. So hopefully oh, people thanks. recognize that. Yeah. So when did you get, when did you start writing? Uh, like originally, like the way back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I think the first time I like actually sat down and wrote a screenplay was in college. Um, I, as like my honors, like thesis for graduation, I um, adapted Donna Tartt's The Goldfinch into a screenplay, which is like this really thick book. And so getting that down and into like three acts and like 120 pages was a lot of work. So that was like the first script I ever wrote but then like writing my own original screenplays um I didn't do that until like uh I was what, what year that would have been like 2017 I think okay uh, yeah so that was when uh, I first started although like originally what got me into writing or like made me start thinking about like oh I could write movies or tv shows like um it was the per the original Percy Jackson movie came out, and I was like, I was so I was such a big fan of uh, the book series, and that they they just really changed the plot of the book for the movie, yeah. and uh, so I uh, remember thinking like, oh, I like I wrote my own version as like a play for the class to do, and when I was in sixth grade, so I would have been like twelve. And I think that my version at age 12 okay. might have, <laughs> might have like, you know, had, had some good points in it that they missed in, in the actual movie. So that's when I started thinking about like, oh, maybe I could actually do that kind of thing. Oh, I love, that's a good, that's a very honest and candid story because it's like, because it's like you're, you, you, you love something and then it's like, they're not, they're, they're butchering it in your kind of perspective, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So originally I really thought that I would kind of like get into like writing for film and for TV, like just doing book adaptations because that's what originally sparked um, this like kind of career path for me. And um, then it's something that like I did for my honors thesis, like I said, with uh, the Goldfinch. Um, but yeah, I think original, or I think I just, uh, eventually realized that I had so many original ideas that I wanted to do too. So. Gotcha. And so Percy Jackson, I guess like they, they kind of, they, they, they these kind of adaptations, they kind of have to meet the middle, right? They have to like forget about yeah. the fan and they have to make sure that the, the average audience understands the story, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time thinking about that movie and just like how, okay, I see like what they were trying to do. I think that it, veered too far from the plot of the original book so that all of the fans were like really upset about it and it also it just like I don't know yeah it was something that uh is I guess part of my origin story now but uh 
yeah, I'm excited for the new the new adaptation that's coming out. I heard that they made a sequel. They made the sequel, right? But it's not. They made one sequel in it. That one's at least, you know, kind of stuck to the plot of the book. Yeah. But it ended, the series ended there. Um, but now Disney Plus has a new new adaptation that's a series coming out. Yeah. So, so that'll be interesting. I, I'm excited. Like, I still, like, really love those books. They uh, were such a, like, a touchstone for me growing up that, um, yeah, I'm really, like, I still, you know, I love watching everything, really, that comes out. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to it. Is it the, well, I think you were on the right side of history because it doesn't, those movies don't really have any legacy, right? They don't really have. Right. They're not Harry Potter, let's put it that way, right? So yeah, yeah, and uh, and now, but Disney's smart because they're basically let's just do a series about it, and uh, but I think they'll be more loyal because they don't really have to worry about box office, uh, right? They can just, yeah, you know, they just have it it's on wrap, and if it's popular and if it appeases the loyal fan base like yourself, then you they'll get more subscribers. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like um, when Netflix did uh, Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah. Like they made that movie with Jim Carrey way back when and it did so poorly. Yeah. And um, but then they made it a series on Netflix and that I think uh, just went a lot better for everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good. Yeah. Because both based on kind of children's books, I guess. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what? So you, so you, your ego is like saying, "I'm like, so that my word's not yours." Basically, like, okay, I can do better than this. I'll get into the screenwriting world. And did, did you start writing books? I know you just took a recent class on on something. How did you kind of get started? Um, I think well, I got started. I moved to New York after I graduated from college and uh I took like a night class at NYU that was a screenwriting class since I knew that it was something that like I was interested in and I wanted to like learn more about and like get like you know have like a teacher there to tell me that you know like okay you're doing this wrong this wrong this wrong yeah. um instead of just like learning on my own like I had been doing um so uh so I think that's where I really like got started I think um but yeah since then I found that I really I like to take classes uh just because I kind of need that external uh deadline set uh because I'm a little too lenient when I'm setting deadlines for myself I think um but yeah I think those two classes um or the NYU class, the UCLA class, um, and yeah, the other part of taking a class that I love is having like the other students there giving feedback, getting feedback. Um, that's always so fun for me. I love helping other people, like just just uh, writing notes on other people's scripts is always fun. Well, I, it's so interesting because uh, your your blog interview, you actually sh give a shout out to like some of your classmates and your teacher, Jay Fish. Yeah, and yeah, Jennifer I Fisher. Never, she... I don't think anybody's <laughs> ever done that before. Like, uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So you like the the kind of like um, COVID must have been really not good for you because it's like you you like that kind of like connection, I guess, right? The the people connection. Well, 
I do, but I'm also, I'm a huge introvert. So, <laughs> I mean, everybody went inside and I got to like, just stay in my apartment for a full year. And I was like, I was pretty happy with that. But, you know, keeping that like online connection was all that I really needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that class is great. The like-minded people though. You like, it's like, that's like, I don't think perhaps you're introverted, which, you know, we all are, but you you basically, you pick your spots. You make sure that it's like, you you hang around with the like-minded people, right? Yeah. 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 And I mean, I could never, I think like my scripts would be so one note if I didn't get any feedback, you know, from anybody. Like, I don't think there's any, like really, there are no downsides to getting notes on your script from people. Yeah, well, it's very evolved. A lot of people have it like uh, have, have their own issues with that, right? But it's like, yeah, you want to you want to hear, you want to get make be better. You want to hear people's perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So do you do you still you still do you like write every day? Like, do you have like a certain pattern? Uh, like a certain uh, place? I am I am a very like ritualistic, like routine oriented person. So um, right now, I I actually just moved to um, Studio City. And so I'm like figuring out what my routine is here. And, uh, um, but I am like getting into the habit of like, you know, I'll go for a walk in the morning and then I come back and I'll write for a little while. And then, um, then, you know, have the rest of my day to figure out like, you know, all the other regular life stuff and work stuff. So you're from, are you from LA originally? No, I am from Nebraska originally. Oh, wow yeah wow okay so then what so you're you're a long way from home (laughs) yeah a little bit yeah I was actually I was catching up on this podcast and uh, I heard uh, you talking about um, Alexander Payne a a few episodes back from like right now when we're recording and uh, I've actually I've gotten to meet him a couple times because like Nebraska is a small place like (laughs) so yeah yeah. he, he made a film called Nebraska right so oh yeah yeah, I think a lot of that movie took place like in Colorado, but like the road trip destination was Nebraska. Yeah. So yeah, it's always uh, really fun to see like his work because he does like really hold on to like his Nebraska roots. So, uh, you know, it's always fun to catch the little stuff in his films. And when, how did you meet him? What was the call? How was the situation where you met him? Uh, we were at an event. It was like, he was hosting like a talk. He brought Julianne Moore in um, to just do like a screening and a talk about, uh, oh gosh, now I don't remember what the film was. But um, yeah, it was just like a, a little meet and greet um, before the before they did their like panel. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah cool. What movie was she in his? I'm trying to remember myself. That's what he actually... I don't think she he does of his. Maybe not. He yeah. has these like talks at I think once a year, maybe. And so he'll just kind of bring in like gotcha. somebody and uh talk to them. Because he doesn't make a lot of films, right? So basically right. Like, there's Susan Ruth, Election, about Schmidt, Sideways, mm-hmm. The Descendants, Nebraska, mm-hmm. Downsizing. Uh, downsizing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that, and uh, the holdovers just came out. It just came out, so I haven't seen that. But it basically, uh, yeah, I don't think Julian Moore is in any of those movies. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I, I, yeah, I, I remember her being there. 
I can't believe I just named, named his film. So I might I, I, I be missing one or one or two, but I think downsizing. <laughs> yeah, you have a good memory. But downsizing is one of those films that, like, it, I thought it was really good, and I thought people totally missed the point of that film. So. Yeah, yeah, all of his work, I I really enjoy it. Because it got trashed. I remember when it came out. Yeah, it did. They, they 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 people smoked it. So. Yeah. Which I didn't understand. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so, <basically, laughs> so yeah, so you want to be the second or the, the 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 second most famous Nebraskan, I guess, film in this film. <laughs> uh, I maybe I don't know. I mean, that that's, feels like a pretty high bar. Yeah. You're, plug, you're plugging uh, along, you know. You don't think of those yeah. uh, roots, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I keep keep those lofty ambitions kind of close to my chest for now. <laughs> But it's something that that uh, like because you 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 have a natural kind of writer's room uh, uh, kind of vibe and talent. So I don't know oh, what what your thought process and like navigating your career, but I, I'm sure you thought about it a little bit. But it's like yeah, you're definitely a writer's room per, uh, personality. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely like my goal right now, uh, especially like just made the move to Studio City from Nebraska. So now it's time to like actually put in like the footwork to get out and network, even though that is like my least favorite thing in the world. Um, have to start networking so that I can eventually, you know, hopefully get into a writer's room. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's my next. My Representation. Next is your step. Yeah. Yeah. Better said. Yeah. Representation. And then writer's room so you have this award-winning script like i told you you're ahead of your time so people are going to get it some people won't i'm sure you're smart enough to know that just kind of stick with your guns know that you have something special and basically the the ones that don't get it don't worry about it it's like it's like because someone's going to get it it's like it's it's always the first the, you, the the first person always uh gets set on fire a little bit who starts who starts the trend <laughs> right so oh well thanks yeah i'll keep that definitely keep that in mind as i'm trudging forward do you have anything so you got the pilot like a nice solid pilot do you have anything else uh like any other scripts that you've uh, written that are that are kind of ready to go ready to be seen by by an agent or manager oh yeah i have uh, a couple other scripts that i think like are clean are good to go um and then like another that is kind of like in process still or like like i have the first draft done but i'm not ready for anybody else to or not like general public to you know see it yet uh yeah. but yeah i have a couple that i think um i would love to you know show around to try to find some representation well well i wish you the best of luck because i think that like i said this is a this is a special script and i think it's a great title too so basically oh thanks it's, it's uh it's catchy you're going to remember people are going to remember it so yeah and it, it's it, you could tell that like it, you're you know, it, you you brought a lot into, of uh, your feeling into the into the the script. It's very you can kind of tell that if you it's a very it feels very honest. Let's I guess that's the better way best way to put it. So, oh thanks. So wish you the best of luck. I, uh, we can talk again. Let's talk again when we when maybe we showcase another script of yours or but keep in touch because I think that you're onto something. Oh thank you so much. I would love to yeah chat more anytime, and thank you for having me on the podcast. Perfect. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Heisenberg Incorporated.